RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines. Authorities in Shenzhen promise to stop using a disputed border area in Shoutao Kok for now, following talks with the SAR government. Lawmakers hit out at Cathay Pacific over its massive data breach and retired senior politician Sir S. Y. Chung has died at the age of 101. Authorities in Shenzhen have promised to stop using a disputed border area in Shoutao Kok for now, following talks with the SAR government. Reports say mainland guards had taken over land in the SAR's restricted zone, building a bridge over the Shoutao Kok River so they can cross back and forth at will. Speaking to the Legislative Council during a question-and-answer session, Chief Executive Karen Lam said the two sides have different understandings of the demarcation of the boundary. She was told that Shenzhen officials believe that the area became theirs after a river realignment in 2013. But speaking through an interpreter, Mrs Lam said the SAR government didn't know about that. The 2013 change, uh, we were not aware of this and we are not been asked to confirm this so far. So we are still of the view that the land in question uh, belongs to Hong Kong SAR. But both sides are sincere to engage each other in communication if necessary to seek legal advice to resolve this question of the boundary. Responding to complaints over chaos in Tung Chung over the past few weekends, Mrs Lam said officials are studying new ways to prevent tourists who are only interested in visiting the mega cross-border bridge from making unnecessary trips to the town. She says shops can be put in at the passenger terminal so tourists will not have to go to town to shop. Speaking through an interpreter, she suggested developing an artificial island on the bridge into a tourist spot. Maybe we can do something about the eastern artificial island. Well, that would have been a very good experience. Even when President Xi came to open the bridge, he went there to have a look. So that can be developed into an attraction. Legislators have rounded on Cathay Pacific in a joint LegCo panel meeting, accusing it of covering up a massive data breach. DAB legislator Gary Chan expressed anger at its handling of the leak criticising the airline for ignoring customers' interests by failing to notify police when it couldn't handle the attacks internally. The council fronts Claudia Moe questioned where was, where, the people's, where was the people's right to know. Cathay revealed details of the leak several months after detecting it. More than 9 million customers were affected. Cathay's chairman, John Schlosser, stressed there was no cover-up. There are plenty of lessons to learn here, and as a private enterprise in a competitive business, we always have to learn lessons and and incorporate them into our future actions. I'd like to make it absolutely clear there was never any attempt to cover anything up. Uh, We worked extremely hard to try to understand as best we could what information that had been compromised applied to which passenger. And that was our goal in the end because we thought that giving people detailed information would help them to make the best assessment of the risks that applied to them. Retired senior politician Sir S.Y. Chung has died at the age of 101. He was a senior member of the Executive and Legislative Councils during the 1970s and 1980s in the colonial period, the most experienced Chinese politician at the time. He led a three-member delegation to meet with the late state leader Deng Xiaoping in Beijing in the 1980s to discuss the future of Hong Kong. He later became the first non-official convener of the Executive Council of the SAR government after the 1997 handover. Due to his seniority in Hong Kong politics, he earned the nickname Great Sir. He was last seen in public last November at his 100th birthday party.
Executive Councillor and Chairwoman of the New People's Party, Regina Ip, said Dr Chung worked behind the scenes when China and Britain negotiated Hong Kong's future. Dr Chung was a great leader, great, was a great industrialist and a great leader. He played an important role uh, behind the scene in the uh, shaping of Hong Kong's future during the Sino-British negotiations and during the drafting of the basic law. He also played an important role in fostering the development of political parties in Hong Kong. I think he actively played a part in forming uh, the uh, forerunner of the Liberal Party. For that reason, he was commonly referred to as the godfather of local politics. Plastic surgeon Franklin Lee has been released on bail after his arrest on Monday for breaching rules on dangerous drugs and misleading police. The 86-year-old doctor was arrested following the death of a woman who died after receiving Botox treatment at his clinic in Chimsa Choi. He's been asked to report to police next month. Concerns continue over the fate of a suspended international school after it failed to resume its secondary classes on Wednesday as promised. school was found to be operating illegally on Friday and had planned to sign new contracts with its teachers to allow students to return to classes today. But its principal said that 7 out of 10 foreign teachers have refused to sign new contracts with them and instead plan to leave the territory. decision will be made this afternoon on whether courses in its secondary edge section will be suspended. school was forced to suspend its operation on Friday after the government discovered that the Think International Schools Group had not registered its operations on the campus of Chongqing Middle School. An executive of Late in Asia who oversaw the construction of the MTR's Hong Hong station says the subcontractor who made allegations of shoddy work there was only fixated on payment and was never interested in the actual allegations. Artis Wong reports. Anthony Servas, Leighton's project director who oversaw the construction of Hong Hong Station, said he believed China Technologies boss Jason Poon only used the false allegations to get people to the table to talk about money. Mr Poon wrote an email to Mr Servas in September 2017 alleging 30,000 steel bars were improperly screwed into couplets. Mr Servas said Mr Poon also emailed the Transport Secretary Frank Chan on 15 September. In light of that, Mr Servas said he had a meeting with Mr. Poon on the same day and agreed to pay him extra money. Testifying at an independent inquiry, the Leighton executive rejected suggestions that he was worried about the allegations, but said he wanted to put a stop to Mr. Poon's false allegations. He was escalating the issue unnecessarily, OK? This needed to come to a head, he said. He added that during the meeting, Mr. Poon never mentioned the allegation again. He wasn't interested. He was only interested in pursuing money, Mr. Servas said. When the chairman of the inquiry, Justice Michael Hartman, asked whether he found it strange that Mr Poon didn't follow up on his concerns, Mr Servas replied, it confirmed to me what his motives were. The inquiry also heard evidence from another witness, a latent project manager, Ian Rothorn, who signed a non-conformance report the company issued to a bar-bending subtractor after five steel bars were found to have been cut short instead of screwed into couplers. He said he couldn't recall the circumstances under which he signed the document. He said he only became aware of the document in recent months and also learned that the problems had been rectified. Senior Public Prosecutor Vincent Wong, who's been charged with four counts of indecent assault, has been granted bail of $2,000. The 
official from the Department of Justice allegedly harassed three women in the Queensway government's offices between 2014 and April this year. He's due to appear in court again in mid-January. New law will come into effect by the end of this month to ban all shops from selling alcohol to anyone below 18. It covers all drinks with more than 1.2% alcohol by volume. Sellers are required to display signs stating that no alcohol can be sold to minors and check the buyer's identity card if they have doubts about his age. The head of the Tobacco and Alcohol Control Office, Jeff Lee, said more staff have been hired to enforce the new law. We will take enforcement actions upon our intelligence and upon the uh, complaints from the public. So if we receive the complaint from the public, we will do the investigations and the inspections. And uh, if there is sufficient evidence, we will consider to do the prosecutions. Chairman of Lechco's Public Accounts Committee, Abraham Sheck, says, says there is an urgent need for the government to better utilise used landfills. Addressing lawmakers as the committee published its value for money report on the administration's management of restored landfills, Mr Sheck said many of these sites, which could be used for recreational purposes, had been left idle for years. He said even though restoration work at Kwai Chung Park was completed in 2000, only 8.4 out of 25 hectares of the former landfill had been allocated for a BMX park and temporary cricket ground in 2008 and 2016 respectively. Mr Sheikh said this is simply unacceptable. The committee expresses serious dismay and find it unacceptable about the delay and lack of effective coordination in the development of after-use facilities in restored landfill. As revealed in the cases of Kwai Chung Park, Wang Po Road, Pet Garden and Jordan Valley Park, there was project delays and cost overrun as a result of ineffective coordination between the LCSD the Home Affairs Department, the Architectural Services Department and the EPD. The British Prime Minister Theresa May has been meeting her ministers individually to try to secure their support for a draft agreement with the European Union on the terms of Britain's exit. At a cabinet meeting later tonight, she'll expect ministers to back the proposed withdrawal agreement, which has involved many months of torturous negotiations. Mrs May has faced concerted opposition from Brexit supporters inside her party, who believe the proposals would bind Britain too closely to the EU. The opposition Labour Party's Brexit minister, Jenny Chapman, says Mrs May's approach seems to lack conviction. It's interesting that Theresa May is being incredibly cautious in inviting in cabinet members one by one, hoping to persuade them. This doesn't sound like somebody who's particularly confident about what she's negotiated or whether she'll be able to get agreement not just in her own party or in parliament, but actually among her own close colleagues in cabinet. Lawyers for the American broadcaster CNN have filed a legal complaint against President Trump and senior officials in his administration in an attempt to restore the White House press credentials of one of the network's chief reporters. Jim Acosta's access to the White House was suspended last week following a row during a presidential news conference. Finance a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,726. That's 61 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $44 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 113.93 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 12 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 17 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Chern. Hong Kong's women's football team have progressed to the next round of qualifying for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. 
The SAR girls follow Sunday's 4-0 win over Lebanon with a one-all draw against Iran in their qualifying match played in Thailand last night. Iran's second-half equalizer cancelled out a first-half effort by midfielder Li Wenyan. Hong Kong are one of 16 teams through to the second round. Wayne Rooney has been discussing his one-off return to the England football team on Thursday. England's record goalscorer retired from international football in 2016, but he'll appear as a substitute when England hosts the United States in a friendly at Wembley. Some of the proceeds from the match go to Rooney's charity organization. The decision to play Rooney has been criticized in some quarters, but he hopes his farewell could be repeated in the future for the likes of current captain Harry Kane. I think the most important thing is speaking with the FA. We both felt it, uh, it was right. The players who have spoke to and the FA have spoke to, they agree. They think it's right. And I think as a country, obviously we haven't done anything like this before. It's the first first time, and um, I hope that you know in 10, 15 years' time. We sat here for someone, say say Harry Kane, who who could possibly go on and, and get the goal scoring record. Then it'll be something which will happen again. And um, of course, um, it's something different. And I'm not asking people to agree with it, but I think what's important as well it was when it was said the the game was going to go ahead, and obviously I was going to come and and take part. The, there'd be money raised for for the children as well as for the in the Wayne Rooney Foundation, which um, was important to me also. In tennis, Roger Federer has kept alive his hopes of winning a seventh ATP Finals title. After losing his opening match to Kane Shikori, Federer beat Dominic Team 6-2, 6-3. That feels good. I'm very happy um, that I showed a reaction after last uh, last match against K so yeah it was, it's, look it's no match is easy here and uh, it's maybe not something I'm that used to to lose and come back and play again but uh, you know it was a good it was a good exercise it was a great challenge for me and uh, I'm happy with my attitude I'm happy with uh, how I played and uh, it was good fun against Dominic he's a great guy he was one of the great backhands in the game so it was uh, it was good fun playing against him as well for a change in the earlier match, Kevin Anderson dominated Kane Shikori 6-1 to make it two wins in two matches in London. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Authorities in Shenzhen promise to stop using a disputed border area in Shoutout Cock for now, following talks with the SCR government. Lawmakers hit out at Cathay Pacific over its massive data breach and retired senior politician Sir S.Y. Chung has died at the age of 101. News from RTHK.
Nothing feels better than this. Nothing feels better. Nothing feels better than this. Nothing feels better. I'm not. We don't got it high. This is what you like, I admit. Nothing feels better than this. You say we're just friends, but I swear when nobody's around. 